Hi guys, it's Megan and welcome back to Megan's World. This episode is going to be all over the place, but like in a neat, tidy way, I hope, fingers crossed. I originally had like the, the next podcast that I'm that I was going to put out tomorrow ready to go, but within the 5 days that I recorded that. A lot of stuff has happened. So I was like, you know what? Why not just add humor to this podcast and then end it with the serious emotional shit? So without further ado, let's get into it. Now, I am not one who stresses or really cares about what I spend my money on, how I spend it, when I spend it, I just spend it on anything and everything that catches my attention or like based upon my mood. Like if I'm happy, I'll want to like, you know, treat myself. Like I'll be like, Ooh, I'm feeling good. Let's get a new shirt. Let's get a new dress. Let's get some earrings to go with it. Like it will just continue. Or, you know, if I'm feeling sad, I'll be like, fuck, I should treat myself. Like, I deserve it. Let's get new pants, a new t-shirt. You know, maybe, maybe like just random things off of Amazon just to cure myself and make myself feel better. And I don't mind that because at the end of the day or at the end of the month, I can make my rent up within like the four days that I work. And I mean, if I wanted, like, I I don't have to get on my ass because my sister and my mom get on my ass for me. They're like, oh my God, sis, like you literally said that you weren't going to spend your money. And here you are telling me like four things that you bought. And you said you weren't going to spend your money two days ago. Like you're hilarious. Ha 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 ha. And I'm just like, literally fuck off my money do not care. Like YOLO. I only live once. Like do I, do I want savings? Yes. Do I need savings? Yes. But do I want and need other things too? Yes. I mean, so, you know, if, if you're a future prospect listening to this, I will save my money. If you, if you tell me to, I'm submissive, I'll do it just tell me and I will like you can just buy me shit from then on (laughs) I'm joking um (laughs) so anyway I I don't stress but this month I was happy at the beginning of this month so I wanted to like you know buy some new dresses. I wanted to have like cute outfits because I was thinking I would be going on future fucking dates. Also, with the future fucking dates, uh, I drove to Katie two weekends in a row, so that was a little extra gas money. I wasn't, you know, expecting to be in my monthly bill. And, you know, with going to Katie, I did certain activities, which also took money out of my bank account. Pretty much what I'm saying is this, that man and my friends cost me (laughs) my extra money. (laughs) Screw you guys. I'm never coming down to Katie ever again. Just kidding. I love y'all. But you will definitely be coming up to Austin if you ever want to see me again (laughs) for the next two months. Um, so yeah, here I was today, uh, just a little stressed because I didn't have enough money for rent and I was like, Ooh, (laughs) I don't want to go to my mom and ask her for a little, like, you know, a little extra $50. Cause that's the thing. I wasn't like, like, I wasn't off rent by like a landslide. I, I was just off rent by $50. And I didn't want to go to my sister because then she would just be like, this is why I tell you, sis. You just buy way too many things. Like, blah, blah. Why are you spending your money on? I, I just didn't want to be nagged by the women in my life. I love them. 
but I didn't want to be nagged. And so I was like, hmm, what can I do? What can I do? Let me think. As Monica says, I am a diabolical planner. I don't see anything wrong. I don't see anything wrong with it. I really don't. So here I was all day thinking, thinking, thinking. And I was like, oh, my father, my father, bingo. So, of course, I call him today while I'm driving home and I schemed my way. I schemed. I was, I was like, oh no, like I fell down my stairs and I had to go to urgent care because I thought I broke my wrist and my thigh is all bruised, and, which technically that's not a lie. My thigh is all bruised, but it's because I was doing that dumb fucking TikTok trend where you like th- throw yourself onto a bed and then fall. Yeah, I got bruises from that. I'm a bruised peach right now. TikTok. TikTok. I'm never doing a trend again that requires physical activity. But anywho, I was like, I fell down the stairs. I thought I broke my wrist. I had to go to urgent care. That was like $200. Pretty much just, you know, what my mother likes to call it, being manipulative. (laughs) I like Monica's word, just being like a diabolical schemer. And you may be thinking, Megan, that is so bad. What the fuck? Here's the reason why I knew it would work. Because it did. Me, my sister, and my father have this very interesting relationship where my where my dad just randomly sends us money because it's like his way of making up for being a shit dad. And... Like, you think me and Jesse are going to turn down money from our shit dad? No. I'm going to take that money. I'm going to take that money and buy whatever I want, pay whatever I need. And I was just like, it could work. It could work. And you may just be thinking, Megan, why'd you have to lie to get money from him? Why not just ask? Here's the thing. I hate asking my dad for money. Because I'm just used to him randomly sending me, like, nice little, like, Apple payments. And, like, just asking a man for anything? No. No. So, my scheme worked. He, Apple paid me $100, and I paid my rent. But now I have $47 to survive the next five days. Can I do it? I don't know because I also have a $20 afterpay payment on Friday. So really, I have $27 to my name. But also, I have half a tank of gas left. <laughs> and I still have to drive two days. And I my, my drive to work is 45 minutes. So really, I have $7 to my name <laughs> for the next five days. it's moments like these where I'm like, I really wish my sister was back here so she could just have, like, nagged me not to buy something. Like, I don't have anyone here telling me, no, you don't need to buy that. Are you, like, why? What's the necessity? So, uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. Live, laugh, love. But yeah. It's, it was really just, like, the two weekends I went to Katie that that threw it off. And then, well, here, here's the other thing that threw it off. Here's the other, like, sad, funny, just shit that goes on in my life. So, this, like, last week... Something like, you know, you know that feeling when you just know something is not right in your cooch, like something is not right and something just felt a little off. Like my vagina was, my vagina uterus was just, it was sending me a message like, 
I don't think we're okay. Take us to the OBGYN. And I received that message. I got an appointment. I went Friday, Thursday, Friday, I don't know. And they were like, oh, do you, you want us, you know, like, check for STIs, STDs? I'm like, yeah, sure, take it. Like, swab whatever you need to swab. Check my urine. I don't care. <sighs> so, so they do that. And the doctor was like, oh, like, I'm pretty sure you have a yeast infection. Let me get you a prescription, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, mm. But it doesn't feel like a yeast infection. Like, I know what a yeast infection normally feels like for me. And it's it's just not, it's not this, I feel like. He was like, no, no, it's a yeast infection. I'm like, okay, fine. You're the doctor. Put me, put me in my place. Why don't you? And then, of course, he, like, nagged me because I'm not on birth control. Because here, here's my thing. I don't have, like long-term sexual partners it's not like I'm having sex every month like I go through fucking dry spells like a motherfucker and they're long (laughs) so I just I don't feel the need to have hormones in my body regulating that shit instead I'm just like here here are the dates and the times you can have sex with me where you won't impregnate me thank you very much and he was just like, I don't know. I just didn't like the tone he was taking with me. And also it was like the start of airy season. So I was a little feisty, but it's okay. I held my temper, but I, did I bitch and moan to everyone about it? Yes. So that happened. And that was like, that one appointment was $155. And I was like, ooh, ooh fun fun cute maybe I should have waited to do this until after I paid rent but I was like whatever 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 it's fine it's fine so they call me Monday morning and I'm like hey they were like is this Megan and I was like yes this is Megan Richards hey (laughs) just tell me the news and they're like, oh, it was negative for this and blah, 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 but positive for chlamydia. <laughs> I was just like, ooh, fun little surprise. Hmm. <laughs> Cute look. Cute look I have going on down there, I guess. I can style it. It won't, like, it's not that bad. Um, it's cool. It's chill. (laughs) The first half of the day, I was mortified. I was in this whole shame spiral being like, what? I let him raw dog me. (laughs) Megan, you know better. No, like you should have, you should have made him put on a fucking condom. He should have put on a fucking condom. Like he kept saying like, we should use a condom. And here's the thing. It's not like I was like saying like, no, we don't need to use the condoms. Like, it was just like, Oh, like, you know, if you want, I can go get the condoms for my car. But, like, he, too, was, like, meh. And so, yeah, no. It's not like he was, like, can we please put on a condom? No. No. But, anywho. So, finally, I sort of had, like, my mental breakdown. Like, I was just, like, laughing, crying at my life, at the result. (laughs) And... I I was driving home from work and I was like, oh, I need to tell Mon. I need to tell Monica. So I call her and she's like, fuck this man, blah, 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 blah. And same with Becca. She was like, fuck this man, blah, 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 blah. Same with my sister when I finally told her. She was like, blah, 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 blah. And here I thought, like, all of them would just be like, ew. But they were like, Megan, it's totally fine. Like, it's common, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, it's so, so much, blah, blah, blah. So that happened and then they they were like yeah please come in uh the next morning and so I go in next morning I literally have like a 15 minute consultation whatever just so I can get the prescription for the pill and that was like 70 dollars 
so I'm like, I have given y'all $215 in four days. Fun, cute look. I'm not really loving it, but in mm-hmm. it's for the betterment of my uterus, I guess. So it's okay. I'll spend my money on it. Gotta gotta put some respect on her. So yeah. I I get my pills tomorrow and then it's a nice wash, rinse, repeat cycle going on in there. She gets a nice little deep clean, which I'm fine with. I mean, pretty much a new fucking uterus. If only I could say the same for my fucking vagina hole, and then I could say that I'm a virgin, but sadly, you can't repair a hymen. If only. If only. (sighs) I... (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell this month has just been fucking chaotic? (laughs) If you were to tell me at the start of this month, this is... (laughs) This is how my month would be ending. I'd be like, LOL. <laughs> Good one. You're silly. You're funny. Don't lie to me like that. Tell me it's a joke right now. <laughs> but here we are. You got to take what you get. And you can't throw a fit. Did I throw a couple of fits? Sure. But did I fully, fully cry? Not really. Maybe just like one or two tears. But that's it. So I caught y'all up on my little crazy, just silly, chaotic uh, past few days in my life. Now, I I was going to re-record what I talked about in the original podcast I was going to post tomorrow. But then I was like, mm, I will just add this in and let y'all know that if I sound a bit like more zen and chill it's because it was like at 10 p.m and the adhd had went had gone to bed um it also starts out with me talking about how i was nervous about posting the turns out he lied episode so i just want to get give a little preface but yeah without further ado let's get into it To the emotional side of me. The seriousness. I was actually quite nervous to post that episode just because for me, I've always been labeled in my family growing up as the overdramatic one or the one who overreacts, the one that just doesn't really hold her emotions in. And after, you know, growing up with my family members, always questioning why I reacted the way that I did or why I showed my emotions, how I showed them, I began to sort of suppress it and internalize my emotions because I was so over the label of that. I was over the label that was slapped on my forehead as a child. And I think that's another reason why when I started becoming depressed in junior high, I just didn't tell anyone for a while because I didn't want my feelings to be invalidated and for it just to be chalked up to, no, you're just being overdramatic. You're not actually that sad. It's not like your life isn't that bad, Megan. I don't know why you're you're overreacting and I don't know why you think you're depressed. You could just, just be a little sad, but you're not you're not actually depressed. And so with this fear of, once again, having that label be put on me, I I just didn't say anything. And luckily, when my mom found out, it was the, it was the complete opposite with her, at least my dad. Um, I don't know. He's getting there. <laughs> He's getting there after like 10, 10 plus years. 
But when I released that podcast where it's just me in a raw emotional state, (laughs) I recorded it an hour after that happened. I was like, well, fuck, like, what if people listening think, oh, my God, she sounds a little crazy. Oh, my God, she's overreacting. Like, she's just – she's acting like this just because she didn't get what she wanted. And it's not even I was upset that I didn't get what I wanted or I didn't get what I thought I would get out of it. It was more so I was – once again, (laughs) fooled by a man into thinking that he was different and that he was better than all the others that I had talked to or hooked up with, when really this guy was just better at disguising himself into a good guy role. And I'm not saying he's 100% shit, I'm just saying that there are moments where I think it's okay to let people know that you're not perfect and that you still have issues you have to work out. And I felt like with him, that came gradually, but he still made it seem like he was willing to like take this to a level of like we're gonna get to know each other and then we'll see where that takes us and maybe we can date and then it just all got stripped away and it just sucked because here I thought and here I wanted to believe and did believe that he was going to be different. And I think that's what really hurt my feelings, not just not being able to have sex with him. I don't know if he listened to that episode. I actually blocked him the next morning, like right when I released the episode, because... I actually talked to this about my dad um, yesterday driving home, but I was explaining to him how at this point in my life, I feel like there are moments where I think people deserve an explanation as to why I no longer want them in my life or they deserve an explanation of like why I'm upset at them. But then there are also times where I feel like they just don't deserve an explanation that they can ultimately find the answer in their own actions towards me. And they'll have the realization themselves. And I was telling him, I was telling my dad also, you know, a part of me is proud that I blocked him and that I didn't give him a second chance, pretty much. And what I mean by that is when I was 19, 20, 21, I would be talking to these guys, talking to my ex just talking to all these shit men and I knew that they were shit, but I would come up with any and every excuse for them because I didn't want my friends and family to fully like see how shitty they were treating me. So I would be like, Oh, like, yeah, he did this, but then he did that. And it like counteracts it. Like, it balances it out. it balances out like he's not he's not totally shit you see and i think when i turned 22 i realized that a lot of my life i've spent giving men 
who don't respect me and don't care for me the same way, I I would just give them chance after chance after chance because I wanted I wanted them to prove me wrong in the end and prove that you know they're actually decent human beings and that I hadn't been wasting my time on them and that they could change but ultimately I realized you cannot change a person if they're not willing to change and so I think now with the men in my life, when I see a certain characteristic or I see a certain behavior or I feel like I'm not being treated the way I should be treated and I'm not being respected the way I should be respected because I have a very high a high respect for myself and I'm not going to let a man diminish the respect I've built over the years for myself, I'm not going to allow that to happen again. And I mean, it happened with 32-year-old when he yelled at me and cussed me out. I was like, okay, that's it. You can act like I was in the wrong, but what you just did, utterly fucking disrespectful and disgusting. I'm not putting up with that shit goodbye. And there was a moment where I thought that I was in the wrong and that I was the reason this didn't work out. And my friends sort of had to like point it out to me. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like, why, why did he make me second guess myself? And it's because I kept texting him after I went over to his apartment to apologize And I was like, no, none of this, none of this. I'm not texting him, no. And so that's why then with this guy, I didn't even want for him to like ask me questions or, you know, be like, what the fuck is going on? Because I didn't want to second guess myself. And so I just blocked him immediately. Because why give a man who I know isn't the one anymore and isn't treating me the way I should be treated, why should I give him a chance to make me feel like shit about what I did? And, like, why? Why would I give him an opportunity to make me feel less than? And, again, back in my past, that's what I would do. I would make all these men have so many opportunities to make me feel less than. And that's why I did feel like a ball of nothingness because it's just like, oh, why the fuck are you acting this way? Why are you doing that? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it would just make me feel so insecure in my own emotions. And it would make me feel insecure about my choices and and decisions that I just didn't know what to do anymore. And so I kept with all those shitty guys but now I'm like fuck that if you're not going to respect me and if you're not going to treat me nicely I'm not putting up with it because why why make excuses for another shitty man why tell my friends oh like he did this but don't worry he did that no There's no reason because they know they can see through that bullshit. Same with my mother. Same with my sister. It's like you can see through the bullshit of it. And when you look back at it, it's embarrassing because it's like, why did I even make those excuses for a person who treats me badly or makes me feel not the best and makes me feel insecure? Why? When I could be feeling respected and loved and cared for by myself because I can give myself those things it may take time but I can make myself feel so much better than a man can and that takes time and that takes realization and it takes you know it just takes time because I I'm not, I'm not saying I've always been like this. Of course not. 
but when you get when you get treated the way you don't want to be treated you sort of have to build yourself back up again and just know when enough is enough I also had a conversation with my mom about everything that had happened with this guy and I was just saying how every it seems like every guy I talk to they turn out to be trash and how nothing nothing comes from it and of course my mother's like well you know is there at least like one thing like one good thing that any of these guys had and I'm like well yeah and she's like well see like it's not a total bust like at least you find things in these guys that you like and you can learn your lesson from them but you can also collect um and figure out things that you want in like your forever person and I was like yeah that's true and then of course my mom was like well who knows like maybe maybe men aren't your thing maybe you can like see if like being with a woman is for you and of course like my mom supports the like Miss Becky is a supporter of the LGBTQIA community and i i was telling her i was just like yeah that's true like when have i ever said i'm so ready to settle down and live with a man for the rest of my life she's like um never because it's true i feel like i how would i describe this i feel like i see masculine energy and feminine energy in such like polar opposite ways like masculine energy for me just looks like a steel gray dense cube and it's just like it's just cold and it's not warm and welcoming but then feminine energy it's like all these little spheres of bright light just floating around almost like fireflies and it's like alluring and warm and peaceful yet there's like this sort of wild fun energy to it and then all those little little spheres of bright light can come together as a as like one big sun almost like a big ball of light and i think that's what i really want to focus on going into my 24th year of this life I just want to be surrounded by women who make me feel proud of myself and make me feel like I'm supported and seen and like beautiful whereas whereas I feel like with men I get this overwhelming anxiety to be perfect and to be this mold to fit them And that was another thing my mom was talking about. She was saying how with her and my stepdad, it's so easy that she doesn't have to change a thing about herself. And if she does change something, it's for the better of their relationship. And I think that's just what my mom wants me to find with a person. I think she just wants me to be unapologetically me and not be in this constant state of, Am I too much or am I not enough or does he like me? Does he not? Like she was just saying, if a man truly likes you, loves you, he will love you for all and you won't have to change anything, only change for the better. And it will just be as easy as breathing. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want that, but like not right now. But I want that in the future. I want someone who like my mold fits theirs and there's no friction in order to get it to fit. So yeah, I'm going to be taking a hiatus for men. Uh, I think I'm just going to buy myself a dildo and a kick-ass vibrator and do that. I'm sure I'll get more pleasure from those two things than a man's penis anyway. But I'm I also feel like the relief of not having the anxiety of like is my body good enough? Because I mean, like last summer, this guy that I hooked not even guy, boy, fucking boy, fucking ugh, he doesn't deserve the title of man. I mean, he labeled me plus size because I wasn't in his standard, like, standardized beauty norm of being, like, skinny. And he was just like, yeah, like, that's the first time I fucked a plus size girl. Like, bitch, get the fuck out. (laughs) Who are you to fucking label me as that? I label you as a fucking scrawny ass white boy. How about that? Like, mm mm-mm. And... But I've I've always felt, like, very much anxious about, like, showing my body to men just because it isn't, like, (laughs) it isn't an Instagram porn star body. And that's what they, like, grew up watching. And so now they just have, like, this image of what women's bodies all look like. But I'm like, that is anything from a good amount of women's bodies. And what they actually look like. And so, like, I feel like the way, how would I describe this? Like, men don't get scrutinized on, or as much, like, with beauty standards as women do. So they have like, this whole football field of how they can look and all that, whereas, like, women, I feel like we only have, like, a cardboard box that could fit an air fryer on how we're supposed to look like, because it's like, oh, you have big tits, but they're saggy, oh, you have hips and curves, but you don't have an ass to go along with it, Mm. or you have, like, stomach rolls and back rolls and cellulite, Mm. or oh, you don't have hips, Mm. or just, like, there's so much, and I hate it, I hate it, because it's, like, you have one thing, but there's, like, a default in it, and then you have, like, this, or you don't have this thing, but, like, you somewhat do, but you don't, it's just, I feel like my body will never be good enough for a man, And it annoys the shit out of me because, like, my body is my body. I love it for the most part when I'm not being a self-analytical bitch to myself. But there's just such a difference on how men think a woman's body should be compared to how it is in reality. And I'm not saying, like, there aren't women who are like, oh, my God, if he's not six feet or taller with tan skin and a six-pack and brown curly hair and hazel eyes and a good smile, get that shit away from me. Ew. Like, no, I'm not saying that. Women are judgmental, too. But, again, men don't get scrutinized for how they look half as much as women do. like not even comparable well with that being said let's move on to the next subject also I touched on this subject a little bit at the very end of my last podcast but for the past like two months month and a half I have not had a single weekend like all two days, all 48 hours to myself. And for me, 
that's a big deal because, I mean, as we all know, I am a nanny. And I think it's hard for some people to really understand, or not like hard, I I think that people just don't really understand what I do and how much energy and effort I put into my job because I, I know the responsibilities that I have within taking care of like with like the twins and now with the one little boy I mean like their parents are trusting me to you know help develop their brain and also not let their child get hurt or die in my hands and I don't I don't think that people realize like that like the extremeness of it I think it's like oh like she just reads him books and plays on a playground with him oh that's so like easy (laughs) and yes there are like fun easy parts of my job but also it's like I could just be swinging or in sliding down a slide, not being communicative with him, not teaching him new words, not repeating the same words so he can understand and finally be able to say it. I could be just flipping through the books, not reading them, and this child's brain development would be ass. And that would be on me because I'm not helping him learn. And also, yeah, we can be on his playground and he can be climbing up the steps onto his playground. And I could just be, you know, not caring on my phone. And then he falls and breaks a bone or gets a black eye. And whose fault is that? Not the child. No, mine. And it's just like, it's just like, there's a lot more to it. It's like taking your kid to school. Like, I'm pretty much a one, like, a mini, a mini school. Like, but of course, the teachers, the teachers of the world are like, fuck you, you don't have a college degree. So... I'm self-taught, babe. I got two teachers as parents. Try me. No, I'm kidding. Don't. Y'all are sort of scary. My mother's a teacher, and she sort of scares me. But I love her. But she does have her teacher voice, and she gets in your face. She's one of those bitches. Love her dearly, though. But, yeah, I don't think people realize the energy I put in. And then it's like, If the kid doesn't want to go to sleep, (laughs) you're fucked for the rest of the day. And you have to just keep him entertained. You gotta, you gotta keep going. And it's just constant. So I get home and all I want to do is go into the bathtub, soak the day off, relax, recoup. And then get into my bed, watch Degrassi, because that's that's the show I've been re-watching. I'm on season 10. It's finally off. Well, now HBO finally has it, so I don't have to deal with the ads on Amazon Prime. And I just get to relax even more and let my mind just sort of space out until it gets tired and I go to sleep at like 9.30 I turn on my art conservation YouTube video that makes me pass out in 10 minutes and then I wake up at 6.30 and I have my slow morning where I just get to take my time before I have to go and take care of the child again. And so that's why since I haven't had 
my weekends where I just get a whole 48 hours of not having to constantly be worrying about someone else or having to drive somewhere and then hang out with someone or having to, you know, rush to go to another person that I had plans with or go and do all this and be around people. I I need those 48 hours because that's where I have my time where I'm uninterrupted. I can go run errands. I can go grocery shopping by myself. I can get a coffee to myself. I can go on a walk. I can lay down in in the sun and read and just have that time where I can process what's going on in my brain without anyone near me and I can take time for myself. And so again, I haven't had that for the past two months. And so I feel like all my emotions are just being sort of dumped in the back of my head and they've just been sitting there and I haven't had time to open that box up and go through it and organize it and separate it or throw things away or bring things to the surface. It's just been sitting there in that box and it's like spilling out but I don't have the time to clean it up. And so I just feel like a mess emotionally. And I feel like I have this social burnout now because I'm not one who is like constantly seeing people every weekend where it's like I have, I've driven down to Katie six times in the past two months and I, I I can't I can't do that. I don't want to do that, but I do do it. And then I'm just exhausted, and my gas my my gas money is just ugh, can't do that anymore because gas is just fucking outrageous. And yeah, I just. I'm very happy that I get this weekend to myself and I'm just going to do whatever I want and I'm not going to have to care about anyone else but myself. And I think that's where it trinkles down to since last year I had like my selfish year where I just did anything for myself. I haven't had that moment to just do what Megan wants to do. And so I'm happy that I finally get that opportunity. Also, this weekend, I'm going to start planning out my birthday two months in advance because that's right. It's March 26th and two months. It will be May 26th and I will be 24. I I was telling my dad when I was talking to him yesterday how uh, I either want to do like a Zodiac themed birthday party where like we all dress up as um like the stereotypes for our signs and I I I want to get like our charts read or something like professionally I don't know I may do that or I want to do like the hot ones challenge like the hot wings YouTube show I love it and I've always wanted to do it, but then I was like, damn, we may be shitting our pants the rest of the night if I do that for my birthday party, so maybe not, but I just thought it would be fun to see, like, how far everyone can go on, like, the the spicy scale of things, but it was funny. I started laughing to myself, and I didn't tell my dad this, but... um. A couple days ago when I was driving home, I just, like, was recording myself ranting and or, like, singing along to songs, playing on the radio. Uh, But I had this this thought 
in the car, I was like, what if I just have like a midsummer's party, birthday party? Because I, I was thinking of the scene talking about like femininity in this episode where Danny is crying and all the women of the cult just like surround her and they receive her feelings and reciprocate and deliver what emotions are being brought out of her. And to me, I like, I know some people think it's like a creepy, weird scene, but to me, it's almost like a beautiful reflection of how women will be there and will let you, will, will let your feelings be seen in that it's okay to let those emotions out. Also, at the time, I was like, man, would I really like to get some of the men I've talked to and put them in that bear suit and burn them? But no, I do not actually condone murder. No, no, no. <laughs> I ain't actually going to do that. It was just a it was just a little silly, goofy, goofy thought. But, uh, oh, I just realized I'm going to have to have my sister bake me a, another cake and put like 24 on it and then I'm going to have to change my Megan's World my Megan's World uh, little logo but yeah well guys it's the end of the podcast thank you guys for listening like I say this podcast is very therapeutic towards me or towards me to me like my Instagram bio says for the Megan's world, I don't need therapy. I have this podcast and it's true because I know there are people who like to keep their lives to themselves. But for me, I, I like to express what I am going through because I never know and the world never knows what other people are going through. And who knows if someone else is going through something similar or they're feeling something similar, I want them to just know, hey, your girl Megan is also feeling that way, or she experienced something like that, and it's okay. It's all good. But yeah, with that being said, I love y'all. Bye.